It's a common sense recap of the big stories. It's Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC. The great Pulitzer Prize winning columnist from the New York Post, Michael Goodwin. And Michael, you had a blockbuster column about Kamala Harris being ready to serve and what that means. It's terrifying. Uh, <laughs> the, the very idea that uh, we would deserve her. I mean, after all we've been through, you know, can't the fates cut us a break? Uh, but no, I guess uh, if if once Joe Biden's gone, Kamala's ready to step in. So uh, I think we would be going from bad to worse. Yeah, and, and, you know, speaking of worse, you've seen the new polls that came out since the Robert Hur special counsel report. That's the one who was looking into the classified documents on Biden. 86% of Americans say they don't want him to serve again. And it's, uh, 91% of independents, 70% of Democrats. Those, those are damaging numbers. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he, if they let him read polls anymore because you would think he won't remember if, them anyway, Mike. You know. Well, well <laughs> if, if those polls were about me, I mean, I think I'd probably shoot myself after reading <laughs> one like that. I mean, it's just you know, it's like stay away from sharp knives and polls. So, what do you think? What can the president do? I mean, it's interesting because you try to make a joke about it the other day, like, "Oh, I remember that one." Like he's sharp as a tack suddenly, yeah. but yet they won't. Um, the the media, and you know, you and I, uh, members of the media, we watch for a while in the press room today. They kept saying, "Is he going to take a cognitive test? What's going to happen?" And they're saying, "No, he won't. He's going to take a physical, but he's not taking a cognitive test." And they're like, are you doctors? Are you doctors? It's very defensive. Is that going to be the strategy, you think? I do, I do think that it's going to be a part of the strategy. I think the the big picture here is that, as you say, he's going to try to make 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 light of it. He's going to try to pull a Ronald Reagan. You remember that thing with Mondale, right? right? Uh, you know, that uh, I, I won't hold your youth and inexperience against you or whatever. I won't um, hold your mental competency against yeah, you. <laughs> so I think he's going to try to make light of it, as he did the other day. But I think the end, of course, he's going to hide. He's not going to be available. He's not going to do interviews. He's, you know, the, the Super Bowl. I mean, even I think many Democrats were shocked that he passed up the Super Bowl interview because it's generally a softball. It's a feel-good day, and people are not looking for hard, hard news. He wouldn't do that. Uh, but I look, I think his main strategy for this campaign is if you think I'm bad, Donald Trump is worse. Um, I think everything is going to be about Trump. Uh, that's that's the thing that unites Democrats is Donald Trump. As I said in my column, Trump unites Democrats and divides Republicans, um, which is not a good formula. But it is it is Biden's only hope. It, it, I mean, it's been his only logical uh, argument all along is I beat Trump in 2020. I'm the only person who can beat Trump and I can beat him again. And that if you take that away from him, then all these poll numbers and everything, uh, you know, they, they they rule the day. But I, as I read in the column, Rita, that. As more, if more and more polls show Trump ahead, particularly in the swing states, then I think Biden's argument gets weak. And then all of those polls come back and say, well, this, there's a connection here. 
people don't want you to run. They think you're too old, your own party, and you're losing to Trump. How are you going to defend against that? So that's why I think we have not yet seen the final act in this issue of whether Joe Biden seeks a second term. Yeah, I agree with you. And it still seems uh, there's still a, a bit off in politics. Uh, Michael Goodwin, Judge Weinberg's got a question. Mike, let me ask you this. Don't people understand that if they're voting for a you know, Biden-Harris ticket, they're really voting for Harris as president of the United States? And doesn't that cut into support for Biden? You would think so, uh, that that it would be fairly obvious to people that she is uh, next in line. She's ready, as she says. Ready to uh, serve. <laughs> yeah. And look, uh, I, I mean, I think in many ways, you know, she's Joe Biden's impeachment insurance and she may be his reelection insurance in the sense that you don't want her to be president. But as you say, Richard, that these two ideas clash now. Because if she's going to be on the ticket and if he's running and he's going to be 86 at the end of that second term and he's already enfeebled and practically senile, as the uh, Justice Department found in its investigation, then what is the argument for the ticket? I mean, there are lots of arguments against it. And I just think these things are piling up. And at some point, I I believe the, the dam is going to break. You know, uh, Michael Goodwin, what do you think also with all these cases, too? How do you think this plays into it? Because uh, there's uh, the hearing tomorrow. It's the Bragg hearing. There's also the Fannie Willis, the Georgia one. How do you see all that shaping out? Because now they're trying to, like, fill in the holes, try to get some something in clearly uh, prior to Election Day. Well, look, I think there's there's no doubt that they have been counting on Donald Trump being convicted that uh, they assume that uh, that will change his hold on the public, that will destroy him. Now, it's interesting. I mean, you, you, you mentioned the, the, the Fannie, Willis, Fannie Willis case. I mean, that's a fascinating one because it's, it's, it's like the prosecutor has prosecuted herself. Yeah. Uh, and, and Trump may escape, or at least for the time being. Alvin Bragg, I mean, the man who lets murderers walk free but found something to get Donald Trump on that nobody can understand what law he's talking about when all of these so-called uh, misdemeanors suddenly become felonies by some kind of uh, magic potion that he poured on the document. You know, so, like Michael, he's, he's trying to try him under federal law in a state court, which makes no sense either. Right, right. So that, that's in, that should be easily tossed aside. And then, of course, you have the two federal cases. You have uh, both of them brought by the special counsel, uh, who is prosecuting Donald Trump on the documents. And I think the fact that Biden is not being prosecuted on the documents, is at least publicly, uh, that weighs against uh, holding that against Trump for, for many American voters, I, I believe. And then, of course, there, there is the other one, January 6th, which, again, that one's got all kinds of problems. Uh, so I, I think that the thing we should never forget here, and I think it is, it is shameful that it is not focused on enough, we have had several published articles, and to its credit, some of them in the New York Times, that Joe Biden wanted Merrick Garland to prosecute Donald Trump and was unhappy that he didn't. He wanted, he wanted his son to get off. He walked around saying, my son did nothing wrong. Think about that. The president of the United States appoints the Justice Department head, says my son did nothing wrong despite a case in front of him. 
And he also now is griping about the Robert Hur's report, saying he's a Republican, he's a hack, and why didn't Merrick Garland stop it? I mean, imagine if Donald Trump did any of those things. They oh. would, he's politicizing the Justice Department. Absolutely. Well, Joe Biden is, and no one, say, no one cares. No, absolutely. Uh, I think it's ripe with hypocrisy, to your point, Michael Goodwin. Michael, thank you. Thank uh, you and so everybody, much, check out Michael's great column. Always good stuff, Michael. Thank you. Thank you, Michael. Michael My pleasure. Thank you all.